Hey, Oz the Wise here. Welcome to my podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My guest today is my longtime friend and drummer, Mike Thorne. Thanks for being here, bud. Hey, my pleasure, man. How's it going? It's going pretty good, pretty good. I'm in Canada. My buddy Mike here is in Germany today. How's the weather out there, buddy? It's actually really nice. There's snow on the ground, but it's a little bit warm. Right on, right on. Uh, So I'm going to do a QA and a with you. Sure. And I go with that. Um, yeah. See where I want to start today. I'm going to start with a question from a, fran- a fan from Parts Unknown. His name is Dario Bazzi. I don't know who is this guy. I don't know who he is. But he said, here's his question. If you had to fill in for one drummer, dead or alive, for a single tour, who would it be? Can I pick uh, any tour ever? Any tour ever. Uh, Rush Hemispheres tour. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say Rush, buddy. And I knew it was going to be a Rush tour for sure. Yeah, I'm a huge Neil Peart fan. Of course. We all knew that, I think. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe maybe you should introduce me. Give give your audience a background of who the the hell I am. Well, uh, do we really need that, Mike? Everybody knows who you are. You are the drummer for Saga. Is that true? You got that, everybody? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> well, they should know who you are, because I'm going to yeah. be advertising this all over the world. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right, uh, let's uh, start with uh, some producer questions. My producer uh, wanted to share some questions. Uh, the first one is... Uh, what was it like the first time to play in Saga? Uh, it was pretty, pretty intimidating. Uh, it was one show in Germany in front of 9,000 people, and uh, we didn't even rehearse most of the songs. So I was out there playing most of the songs for the first time with the band, and they were really nonchalant about it and didn't seem to care as long as I did my job and I, and I guess I did cause I continued in the band, but yeah, it, it was a quite a um, scary situation. I was uh, quite overwhelmed. Do you remember the uh, first song you played on that? Uh... Yeah, it was called, uh, Any, it was called anywhere you want to go. And it was, uh, it was off the new album. So basically there was three songs off the new album, which was called 2020 and this is back in 2012 and um we we did the three songs uh rehearsed the three songs but didn't rehearse anything else so yeah pretty much the whole concert besides the three songs we rehearsed i played for the first time with the band so it was pretty scary were you guys headlining or opening uh headlining saga is pretty big in germany we're playing in a place called lorelei and, and and as a strange coincidence, uh, the band that opened up for Saga on that my first tour or my first gig was called Spock's Beard, and I'm also in that band now. <laughs> Which is Spock's pretty cool. Beard. Spock's uh, yeah, Beard, I heard a progressive it. rock band from uh, Los Angeles. You told me about this yesterday when we were chatting. Uh, I've never heard of them before. But you said, yeah, they're, like you they're, said they're, it's uh, LA. How, how did you get into that? Uh, well, they needed a drummer, and we're we're playing on the same cruise gig. We did this. Uh, yes, has this cruise called Cruise to the Edge. A whole bunch of progressive rock bands like Steve Hackett and stuff like that. I actually met Queens right there, but um, 
yeah, Spock's Beard was playing there and they needed a drummer um, because their drummer was leaving. So um, we just started talking on the ship and uh, and I could I could understand their music. It's really difficult, but uh, it's yeah, it's a they're a great band. They're like Dream Theater meets Rush. And uh, how can uh, how can uh, people uh, access uh, Spock's Beard? Uh, uh, Sorry about that. Spock's oh, Beard. Just look, just look <laughs> them up. They, they, they've been pumping out albums since ni- 1992, I believe. And um, yeah, um, two wicked drummers in that band. Um, well, not at the same time, except for a, <laughs> a reunion tour. But um, Nick DiVirgilio and uh, um, Jimmy Keegan two amazing drummers and they could sing really well too. And that's pretty much why I got the gig because I could, I can uh, sing as well as play. <laughs> so, and I guess that's a rare thing in the world of Prague. Uh, you know me, Mike. Uh, I mean, uh, we've been friends for uh, who knows how yeah, you're many not years. A, you're not a big Prague guy. No, I'm not. I'm uh, 80s metal, of course. You know that. Yeah. Oh, of course. All right. So I'm going to ask you this. Uh, and this is actually, uh, you know, somebody propped me to to ask this question. But, uh, you know, I was going to ask you this anyway, but it's okay. Uh, what is your favorite gig you ever played? Ever played? Uh, there's a blues player i played with his name was long john baldry he was actually quite famous um in the blues world he he got he got uh rod stewart started and he got um what's his face started elton john they were both in his band and he was a he's a like a really really tall englishman with a crazy voice and uh he had this he did this uh three gig canadian tour and I had the pleasure of just hopping on that gig as I happened to be in the right spot at the right time. And uh, I got to play this really, three really great gigs, one in uh, Quebec City in front of 10,000 people opening up for Tom Cochran. That was, uh, that was pretty magical. And it was blues, it? So, it was, so it was really easy. And I was on Mushrooms. I didn't purposely uh, want to be on Mushrooms, but... Uh, I was with a bunch of people and said, "Hey, eat this." And it was quite early in the day. I thought, "Okay, no problem." But uh, well, we can yeah. always make the connection between drugs and rock and roll, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't recommend it unless you <laughs> unless you're playing easy, easy blues. <laughs> Do you remember any? Uh, you remember any of the songs you played that that day? Or? Oh yeah, well, it, they're all they're all standards. Uh, Long John Baldry, you know, blues tunes. Um, yeah, it was just really easy. And and the guitarist was great because he he did all the hand signals and tempos and starts and stops and endings. So I didn't even have to know the songs. I just watch the guitarist. It's one of those uh, really great professional guitar players. His name's Papa John King. He lives in Newmarket. <laughs> Canadian, man. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just go back to Spock's beard, okay? I I haven't done my research, and you know I know as a you know a guy who interviews people or, or at least starting to, uh, I should probably do some research, <laughs> but I have not. And uh, you know if you can say some stuff about some uh, Spock's beard, that'd be great. Uh, they're a five-piece band. Um, 
out of California. Um, their music is amazing. If you like Yes or Rush or uh, Gentle Giant, King Crimson, Dream Theater, this band is for you. And and yeah, like no offense to Dream to Dream Theater, but I find Spock's Beard songs are more listenable, and, <laughs> and they have an equal amount of impressive parts that uh, than uh, Dream Theater songs. But they're just they're just more fun, I think. You know, some yeah. of our friends would take exception to that statement, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, hey, I'm 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 the professional out of the out of our friends, so <laughs> my, my opinion has to matter some somewhat, right? Yeah, uh, you wouldn't say that if Joe disagreed with you. <laughs> no, just Joe just doesn't know him yet. <laughs> I'm sure of the right uh, right songs. I'll I'll send him a couple links, and he'll he'll be a Spock's Beard fan soon enough. He'd be like, who theater? I don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I um I also hear you have a um a sponsor of some sort uh for uh symbols. I mean, do you want to plug them? Yes, I do want to plug them. Pergamon symbols. <laughs> They're the best bleeping symbols ever. And they sound like this and this <laughs> and this. <laughs> And this one, yeah, yeah. What was that last one? That's a hat stack. <laughs> Woo wee! That's a hat stack. That's great. I love hat stack. They're like it's okay. like a symbol sandwich. <laughs> it's literally a symbol sandwich. Well, not literally because you can't eat it, but um, it's three symbols uh, stacked on top of each other, kind of like a hi hat with a flat symbol in between, and it sounds really fast and trashy which is great i'm gonna reiterate uh, to everybody out there that uh, i've known mike for quite a few years and um i don't think he's ever um picked up too many video games but i do have a video game question sure um would you be open to like say a video game company came to you and said uh, you know i could you know use some drum tracks like do you think you'd be capable of like Oh, pushing in some play, play well no i know you i know yeah. you i know you can play drums but like do you think you can be creative to do you know like go break into the video game system and you know put down some tracks oh, I, I'm, I'm sure i could do that that sounds like a lot of fun make i'd love to make music for uh, video games with heavy drums real drums i love video games you know that buddy <laughs> well, I, I I I like video games too. I, I went through the whole Zelda phase. Actually, and, you know what? That reminds me of another question: is uh, how about um, what what what's your thoughts on Rock Band? The 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 game Rock Band. Rock Band, yeah. Well, um, my opinion of that is, it's good for drummers, but not for guitarists. <laughs> Because I, I was teaching drums for a long time, and when that came out, Rock Band came out, um, you can actually learn drums. Like the, you know, it's not as good as a regular drum set with regular lessons, but it, it, you're using the same kind of muscles and coordination skills on the plastic drum set as you do on a real drum set. But the guitar students that came in because they were good at the game, they thought, oh, I want to be a rock star they they soon quit because they realize that the buttons on the neck have nothing to do with the strings but 
but I think it's for for drummers. You know, if if you're playing that game and and you're pretty good, then chances are you you can play drums. I'm not uh, I'm not a pro, but uh, I will say this. Uh, you know, when I do play the video game, I think it would help a kid maybe. You know, if he started uh, you know playing that guitar to to at least get some finger movement, because I, I I find it will help with the agility of your fingers, right? I find I think that would be important to a guitarist. I'm not sure. I could be you're, wrong. You're saying you're saying video game practice is good strengthening skill for guitar fingers. Fingers, finger, yeah, just you know, finger movement. Because um, yeah. like I couldn't I, move my fingers like that before, but when I played the game, I you know, can't they hmm. kind of spread out a little bit? Yeah, I guess there's an argument there. Anything, and, anything, you, anything you do with your fingers, I guess, if you're molding clay or something, you probably develop some strength in I your think, too. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but yeah, you'd, you'd kind of favor your thumbs, though, wouldn't you, with the video game? If there was a well, maybe not, for bass, you know, like slapping the bass. No, the guitar, yeah. the the guitar controller. You've seen the guitar controller, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that should help with the finger movement for sure. No. Yeah, maybe. Moving but up now. I don't pro- know. Pro- probably practicing on a guitar would be better. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, but when you get a five, you, you know, you get a five, a four or five year old kid, like I don't know. I, I don't know how it works, man. I've never been mu- I, like I love music, obviously, but I don't. Uh, you know, I've never been musically inclined. You know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna ask you uh, probably one final question, and then I'm gonna get you to play something for me. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, here's, a, here's a question. Uh, here's what I believe, anyway. Um, I think technology is going to ru- ruin music in the future. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I, 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 I see the argument. I, I thought the same thing when drum machines first came out. I'm like, oh, man, my future's at stake. But um, so far, there's there's still freedom as far as what you want to listen to. So like, I know all the main street music is, is fabricated and digital and pretty much soulless, but there's still players out there that, that are recording and, and putting out music. That's really good. And um, like Spock's beard and saga. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So, you, you know, I think, I think if the, if more people listen to real music, it's it's it'll last and and it won't be threatened it'll just be more valuable you know like if the world gets more digital and more computers start making music for us because they're better at it eventually like you know when when the processing power gets really strong and and we're no longer the in control who knows (laughs) but uh there'll always be some dudes practicing coming up with some wacky shit you know and uh yeah. I, I i like i like i like stuff that's real you know i i i really prefer walking down the street and you know seeing a bunch of people playing music and just stopping and watching them for a while no matter what they're playing you know especially here in germany you see weird instruments like they got this looks like the inside of a piano on a on a flat surface and the guy's hitting it with sticks so it's like playing piano, but he's playing, hitting the strings with sticks. I can't remember what it's called, but it sounds great. It sounds like a harp. But, uh, you, I've, I've like never been. 
I've never yeah. been there. I should visit you guys maybe one day and see if that happens. Yeah, man. You're the, more, uh, more than welcome to. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to some beer. Yeah, oh, this <laughs> beers here is is outstanding. <laughs> I think I think I'm I, I think it's safe to say that it's probably the best beer in the world. Yeah. Or if oh, you don't like also, it, you can find the next one. I also like to thank you guys for uh, making my theme music. Oh yeah, I appreciate Swan. that. You and That's Pete a, Swan, yeah. yes sir. Pete Swan on guitar, the famous Pete Swan from the Day Job Orchestra, which is a another oh, yeah, band I'm in. There's a good plug. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, talked about that at all? Yeah. So hey, audience, for for those that don't know, the Day Job Orchestra is a three piece prog instrumental band, but they're also um, a video sensation. Look up Day Job Orchestra on BitChute or Odyssey or even <laughs> YouTube. But um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we do voiceovers and and dubs. It's, we kind of we've been doing the bad lip reading thing way before bad lip reading started. So, and we swear a lot, so it's not as clean as them. Yeah, warning, explicit. <laughs> yeah, very silly. Extremely random, and 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 you'll probably get a hankering for some apple juice once you. Uh, watch enough that's an insight right, well. <laughs> well are you gonna play us out or what mike okay play yeah, us out it, man well you know i'm holding the phone so i gotta do it with one hand that's okay don't forget to do it in gregoire style eh? aussie style which is what heavy <laughs> that's uh, eddie's metal man pound those okay. things this might start. I, I start really quiet so the microphone okay. adjusts. Maybe I should turn my snare on. Okay, I'm holding the phone. How's that? Sweet, sweet. That was uh, that was Hawaii Five O, in, <laughs> in Zulu. <laughs> with the no, uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think when when you asked me about that song, you were thinking of the opening fill. <laughs> That's just uh... you can you can play that. Uh, do do that a few times in a row if you don't mind. <laughs> don't mind. Okay, I'm gonna put the phone down. <laughs> Sweet, man. And that's how you fuck a squirrel. <laughs> that shit's that shit was awesome, bud. Oh, thanks, man. All right, uh, that's all we uh, have time for today. All right, well, uh, thanks uh, for having you, me on. It's been an honor to be on your first ever podcast. First ever podcast. It was a little rough in spots, but, uh, you know, I'll get it done. Hey, if that was the worst one, then it's going to be great, man. <laughs> You're more than welcome <laughs> back, too, man. I hope you come back. Yeah, I'd love to, man. It's my pleasure. All right, have a good one. You too, bro. Peace. Cheers. <laughs> Peace.